Early Breakfast, 7.02, this morning. All right, now time for us to chat to Dirk Fisser, our digital specialist. Good morning, Dirk. Good morning, Nikos. How are you? So far, so good. It's been a very, very busy time on social media. We've seen uh, America recoil at the death of George Floyd and protests really explode all over Mm. uh, that country and also all over the world. Uh, We've seen the advent of uh, a couple of new hashtags, uh, Black Lives Matter trending in a big way. But we also saw Blackout Tuesday. What was Blackout Tuesday about? So... Blackout Tuesday was basically for, you know, people that are remembering George Floyd and, you know, kind of the race, you know, riots that were happening. And, you know, just to bring about sort of policy change in the wake of the murder of George Floyd, you know, and obviously, I mean, we saw it, we saw it spread across social media and actually across the world. And an interesting thing is that in a lot of um, sort of Asian countries, the millennial generation and sort of the Gen Zs as well flooded social media with, you know, these these black squares. And obviously their their parents and grandparents had no idea what was going on. So there was there was actually a lot of like education around, you know, what was happening in the States and why black you know, why black lives matter and, you know, all of these sort of things. So it, it was lovely to see the older generation being pulled forward into what this Blackout Tuesday was. And, I mean, in, in Asian countries that would never normally deal with this sort of stuff. So you know, it, it was really cool to see. Yeah, it's been quite astonishing to see how, uh, not only how quickly it spread throughout the USA, but how it, it popped over uh, to... Uh, continents around the world, I mean, even all the way in, in Poland, uh, and you mentioned mm. Asia there as well. How exactly did it work, though? I mean, you said Blackout Tuesday. I got the impression that a couple of people misinterpreted it. Um, it's essentially, from my understanding, an attempt to try and amplify the voices of people that are, are living this reality every single day. So in other words, a, a chance for people to to show solidarity without making it about them. Yeah, a hundred percent. So it was it was literally just posting a black square or putting it on you know your stories, just to say hey, uh, we're here, we see you, and you know we we stand for you, you know. And it's you know it's people might think well, are oh, you just putting a black square up? But when a billion black squares goes up on social media, people now start going, geez, we need to do something about it. We need to start, you know, we need to show support. And uh, it was beautiful to see because a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the social media sites did exactly that, you know. So Twitter went on a full blackout, you know, changed their cover photo, changed their, their logo, their, their Twitter bird. You know, YouTube did the same thing. Uh, TikTok was involved in it, in it as well. So I think what we're seeing now is we're seeing the power of social media for people to go, enough is enough. And if we all stand together, people have to start making changes because we can't live like this anymore. You know, so it really is unifying globally in a time of crisis. You know, we're dealing with with COVID-19, but in spite of that, we're still able to join together by posting just a simple black image to say we see people and we need change. 
It, it seems pretty weird, though, that, that uh, people would actually do this, seeing as though social media has become so much about the likes, so much about mm. the, uh, the views that you get on your Insta vids. I, I've seen some shocking things uh, online over the next uh, over the past couple of days of of people. For instance, I saw one woman posting. I think it was in, in Malibu, uh, in in California. She stopped her car, got her boyfriend to uh, take a, a short insta vid of her holding a, a hammer and ostensibly helping people board up a shop that was looted. But was only there for all of thirty seconds just to get the vid of her holding the hammer and uh, and and looking as though she was helping. No, hundred percent. And you know, one of the most heartbreaking things that I've seen over these past couple of days is the hashtag George Floyd challenge. And this is, and I'm so ashamed to say it, but it's white people in America that are posing as the cop. Um, with his knee on George Floyd's neck and taking photos of that and putting that on social media in amongst the the Blackout Tuesday, in amongst the Black Lives Matter thing. You know, so we, you know, we've got kind of the both sides of the coin here. Yes, people have, have gone and said, you know what, we don't need the likes, we just want the, the support. We just want people to, you know, know what's happening so it can be stopped. And then you've got the other side of the thing where, where people are going, yes, we want the likes and we want to also make a mockery of somebody's death. You know, but I think that's social media. It's, it's polarizing and it's, you know, there's kind of no real gray area when it comes to this. Either you stand or you don't, you know, and we, we see that come out. Mm, it's sad to see, right? So social media can be used to to amplify the voices of, uh, of of activists that are trying to bring about change in society, but uh, sad truth that it also amplifies stupidity. Now, let's talk about Twitter, YouTube, and of course, Facebook as well. Uh, we spoke uh, not so long ago about the fact that, that Twitter is bringing in, uh, are trying to, it would seem, rein in Donald Trump a little bit. Uh, in the same week that we're seeing social media uh, a flutter with uh, George George Floyd action. We're seeing Facebook, to my mind, uh, pandering a little bit to uh, the the president, saying that they won't uh, take the same sort of action that Twitter has in terms of trying to keep um, not only Donald Trump but others honest. Yeah, there's there's been quite an uproar with this because you know um, I think actually just after we spoke last week there was um, a lot of a couple of Donald Trump's tweets were actually censored and taken down um, because of false information that was posted. You know, the the problem with Facebook saying that they're not going to be censoring, and there were a lot of articles that came out that false articles, you know, calling, you know, a, so the headline was, you know, Facebook will not be uh, censoring posts, says child molester Mark Zuckerberg. You know, and they put it up specifically like that so that, it would get onto the platform and people could see the error in, in Facebook's ways. Um, but the problem is, because Facebook has got such a close relationship with the U.S. government, it's very rare that they're going to stand up and say, you know what, we're not actually, you know, we're going to censor, we're not going to, you know, we're going to fact check, we're going to do all of these things, because it's going to hurt them in their pockets. And... Unfortunately, with such a big corporation, you know, they're going to look at their bottom line. 
And what I love about Jack Dorsey from Twitter is that he just, he doesn't care. You know, he's like, this is what we do. This is how we're taking a stand. You know, YouTube has been the same way because YouTube has obviously been around longer and there's more care for the user on YouTube rather than pandering to political ideology. And I think Mark Zuckerberg needs to take some advice and take a leaf out of the other social media's playbooks because it's going to hurt him in the long run where it's just going to be almost a cesspool of any information can live on, on Facebook and nobody's actually going to get any value out of the platform. Let's talk about making money, right? Uh, never mind about the big corporations that provide the platforms. What about big brands jumping on uh, the bandwagon here? I mean, for instance, uh, you have a uh, sports team, the Washington Redskins. They joined the whole Blackout Tuesday thing, posting a blackout mm. picture with just their logo at the bottom. Uh, that, that to me is jumping on the bandwagon because you're called the Washington Redskins. If you really cared about racism <laughs> and prejudice, change your name. Hundred percent, and they went through their own controversy last year with that whole naming thing. And you know, we we saw a lot of brands. What I what I was loving is the the sneaker brands who, you know, so we're talking about Mark Reebok, Adidas. You know, very big in sneak uh, in street culture and have a huge African American audience. All put out in uh, um, content saying. Today is not the day to uh, buy our shoes. Today is the day to walk in somebody's shoes. You know, and Mike put out stuff saying, you know, just don't do it. You know, and it was, it was beautiful to see because here, is a, here are brands that are actually kind of motivating the culture and they're going, guys, not today. We don't want to make purchases. We just want to stand with everybody. You know, but then... You've got other brands that have got that are completely irrelevant to the protests and the cause, also chiming in. You know, so L'Oreal were, uh, were put under fire with uh, with an ad that they put out for I think it ran on Blackout Tuesday, and it was completely insensitive. You know, brands just took the idea of well, if we put a black person on the on the ad, it's going to be relevant. But it was completely, you know, socially deaf. So, you know, brands needed to really think about what they were doing here. And, you know, the streetwear brands did it the best, you know. Well, Dirk Fisser, we'll uh, see if there's going to be a backlash for other brands as uh, this uh, continues to play itself out in social media. It certainly hasn't lost its momentum there, but always a pleasure chatting to you, Dirk Fisser, our digital specialist, chatting to us about Blackout Tuesday and your brands, anything to make a bit of dosh, eh? uh, jumping on the bad wagon left, right and center.